Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to finish up Ezekiel 37. Friends, we're getting in the deep end here. And these major prophets, there are times when you're reading this and you're going, man, I understand a portion of this, but I don't understand all of it. And I've done a lot of reading and thinking about this. I'm going to just start off today with a prayer. And we should do this all the time when we study scripture, that the Lord would just enlighten us. So Lord, would you help us to understand your truth? We believe that it's profitable. We believe it's God-breathed. We believe that it has something to say to us today. This text today, there are some things on the surface that seem obvious and clear, and there are some other things that leave us with questions. And so just as we study this text and as we study Scripture throughout our lives, would you, by your Spirit, guide us to truth and help us to apply it the way that you want us to in our lives today? We pray it in Jesus' name. So let's dive into 15 through 28 of Ezekiel 37. Remember, yesterday was the Valley of Dry Bones, so you got to assume that that somehow ties to this, and uh, we might talk about that. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, take a stick and write on it for Judah and the people of Israel associated with him. Then take another stick and write on it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and all the house of Israel associated with him. So, we're talking about the northern and southern kingdoms here. Judah is the southern kingdom. Joseph, or Ephraim, is the tribes associated with him, the northern kingdom. Then he says, verse 17, join them to one another into one stick that they may become one in your hand. And when your people say to you, will you not tell us what you mean by these? Say to them, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am about to take the stick of Joseph, that is, in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel associated with him, and I will join it with the stick of Judah and make them one stick, that they may be one in my hand. When the sticks on which you write are in your hand before their eyes, then say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will take the people of Israel from the nations among which they have gone, and will gather them from all around and bring them into their own land. And I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel. And one king shall be king over them, and they shall no longer be two nations and no longer two divided kingdoms. They shall not defile themselves anymore with their idols and their detestable things or with any of their transgressions. But I will save them from all the backslidings in which they have sinned, and I will cleanse them, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God." So this falls very much in line with the pattern we've seen with Ezekiel to do this kind of street theater. Remember at the very beginning, he had to like lay on the ground and do this mock siege on Jerusalem. This is another piece of kind of street theater. You take these two sticks, put them in your hand as one. Obviously, if you've been following us in the Bible overview, you've known that the, the northern and the southern kingdom have been divided. The northern kingdom was more apostate. Speaking of a word we talked about about my dream two, two episodes ago, uh, they were more apostate, seemingly, than the southern kingdom, and they were taken over by the Assyrians and scattered into exile and scattered to the four winds, maybe some 100, 150 years before this. And then the southern kingdom, of course, was apostate in their own way. In fact, there are some texts that suggest that theirs was ended up being even worse 
even though it seemed to start out at the beginning that Judah was a little bit more righteous than the northern kingdom of Israel. So he's doing this illustration with these sticks to show that the Lord is going to bring these two nations back together. He's going to restore them. And it says there's going to be a king. They're going to be ruled by one king. They're not going to defile themselves with sin anymore. And they're going to follow my statutes. And uh, this, as we've said, has some immediate fulfillment, very likely, in the history that is about to come in the future from when this was written. But this seems to be speaking of mostly a greater fulfillment that will happen at the end of time. After the age of prophets, after the Old Testament, after the New Testament and the gospel era that we're in now, this seems to be pointing to something even later than that. Let's keep reading verse 24. My servant David shall be king over them, and they shall have one shepherd. They shall walk in my rules and be careful to obey my statutes. They will dwell in the land that I gave to my servant Jacob, where your fathers lived. They and their children and their children's children shall dwell there forever, and David my servant shall be their prince forever. I will make my covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will set them in their land and multiply them and set my sanctuary in their midst forevermore. My dwelling place shall be with them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Then the nations will not will know that I am the Lord who sanctifies Israel when my sanctuary is in their midst forevermore. So this section builds on what I just said. This this has to be taking place in the distant future from when it was originally written. This has to be taking place in the future from where we sit right now in 2021. It talks about David being king over them. Well, we mentioned this earlier. David, the real David, he's died a long time ago uh, from where this is at on the historical timeline. So we're not talking about David for real. What we're talking about is the king who was promised to sit on David's throne. We're talking about the Messiah. We're talking about Jesus Christ. And and then when we have this picture of people walking according to his statutes and rules, this sounds like perfection. This is something that we have not attained yet in this life. Yes, we're growing. The people of Israel are growing in their obedience to God when they're restored. We're growing in our obedience to God as we walk with Christ. But this is talking about something later, a new heavens, a new earth, a new Jerusalem. Now, check this out. Go back to the image of the two sticks. I originally thought of these sticks being held in Ezekiel's hand right next to each other. You take these two sticks, you write Judah, you write Israel on them, and you put them together so they're parallel to each other, and they look like one stick. What if, what if Ezekiel actually took the two sticks and he put them together, not parallel as one stick, but in the shape of a cross? Wouldn't it be amazing if that's what this image was? The truth is that we know that, that what makes all of this possible is eventually the cross. Two sticks perpendicular to each other that the Savior, the Son of God, was hung on, paying the penalty for sin and death and rising again, having lived righteously so that anyone who puts their faith and trust in him can be part of this new Israel, part of this era that is to come. I wonder what these two sticks look like. I wonder what this truth truly means in all its fullness. 
We can know a little bit of that now, but we'll know more later. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.